Did you did you hear that Brad Pitt's new girlfriend is married? Yes, yes, I did. <laughs> oh, did I don't remember if you were the one who I said. I feel like this, we were talking about this already because we, we might have. I don't think we talked. We might have like like joked about it a little bit in Telegram, but I don't remember if you said no, this joke I, or somebody. I, I just I just been like we were just talking about Brad Pitt the other day and yeah. how I am. But I don't. I don't remember if somebody else sent this joke or, or if you sent this joke. But there was some joke about like um some so uh uh. Oh wife. no! Dan posted this in the Discord. Dan in the Discord? I feel. I'm. I'm pretty sure that's where. That's Maybe where in I saw Slack. Dan. Slack. That's what I meant. He posted in the Slack. <laughs> yeah. That 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 probably happened. But the the my, like the joke was uh, sure, honey, your hall pass can be Brad Pitt. <laughs> 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 Which is like, yeah, uh-huh, sure, yep, that's, that's, uh, that tracks. <laughs> um, but I, I, like, I, the last I had read, he was dating Alia Shawkat, and then, and then... Was that, was that real? Like, I read that on the, like, it seemed like it was rumors, and now it's... I don't know, I also, like, wish I didn't care as much as I kind of do, you know? <laughs> it's Brad Pitt. Yeah, but, like, whatever. Like, I shouldn't care. I shouldn't, I shouldn't oh, care absolutely. about anything. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely, but still. <laughs> I should, like, I really shouldn't. Like, I don't, I, I feel like I don't care, but then, like, I, I see it, and I was like, oh, I kind of want to talk about this. Like, this sort of matters a little bit to me, I guess. Uh, like, I, I remember when, um, first of all, when Will Arnett and Amy Poehler broke up, uh, I was like, I was devastated. <laughs> like, and then uh, uh, when Chris Pratt and Anna Faris broke up, same thing. Mm-hmm. I was like, I feel, I was like, I think I might have transferred that Will Arnett, Amy Poehler energy to Chris Pratt and Anna Faris. <laughs> and now I think I just need to stop believing in Hollywood true romance. You better believe it's true. You know I do. I do. You better believe it's true. You know I do. Helicopters and welcome to this episode of Motion City Podcast. I'm Nam Siddiqui. Joining me as always, Jacob Walden. How's it going, Jake? Good. You better believe it. Um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, Yeah, this week we're talking about True Romance, which is the second track off of Motion City Soundtrack's fifth album, Go, which was uh, released in 2012 by Epitaph Records and produced by the late Ed Ackerson. Jake, I mean, you kind of picked the song. I I don't know. We we sort of, on the tens, we like to do music videos, although I feel like at some point that's going to fall apart. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) So we'll we'll see when we get that far. Um, We were talking about doing True Remains for 20, but... Well, the True Romance music video on YouTube is is a higher definition than the Broken Heart video, even when you like pick pull it up on whatever Daily yes, Motion is. or Vimeo. So it's yeah, like, well, as well as twenty twelve. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I, like Broken Heart's great, but, but that that music video is really low quality. Graphic, yeah, and uh, Every, everything from that era is low quality. It's funny actually. Um, okay, Go, which is a band uh, that comes up quite a bit because I like them, mm-hmm. uh, just re released. A bunch of their old videos remastered, uh, and I would be very excited <laughs> if oh, Motion God, City please. did the same thing. <laughs> and also, maybe on those music videos, like I understand why a lot of those music videos have two minutes of an advertisement at the end of them. <laughs> of an advertisement for an album that came out ten years ago. Yeah, maybe, maybe do the, maybe cut that off too. Uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, like uh, the the music video for. Like their first two or three or four, four, four or five, I think, music videos uh, for OK Go. Like just they, they they sent an email to their mailing list and everything. They're like, hey, like if you want to rewatch the Here It Goes Again music video, it's 480p now instead of 240p. That's actually 720. It's 1080p now, but it's like it was shot on a camcorder <laughs> like when in 2006. Yeah, really? So like you're not going to get 1080p out of it. <laughs> um, but not yet. Hey, hey, the, the sign, the, the, the technology is catching up. Yeah, you should see some of that learning algorithm like upscaling there's, 
there's only so much you can do. <laughs> like, there's only so much you can do with camcorder footage from, like, from, like, literally, I'm gonna, like, in, best... in, like, in, like, five years, I'm going to post, I'm going to send you the video of it upscaled in a 4K, and I'm like, I fucking told you. Be- the, for, I don't know, I mean, there's, only, there's only so much you can do from Best Buy camcorder footage from 2005, but who knows? Uh, I'll tell you what, for, for that five-year thing, I will, I will uh, in the, like... <laughs> Today, I will download the music video in 1080p, and then you'll show me the 4K in five years, and we'll, we'll, we'll do a side-by-side comparison, because <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Um, but, but even this 2005 camcorder footage upscaled to 1080p is so much better than the fucking My Favorite Accident video. <laughs> oh, God. When, did they, when did they do the upscaling? Or, or, yeah, uh, they just did it. They just did it? Like like this year. Every so often I'll go in and watch like all of the OK Go videos. Like I I got the email on September third, uh, that they did the upscale. And where I think they, I think I saw at? I think I saw it on, on YouTube or something like that a couple days before, but like they did it. They just did it. They literally just did it. Did they upscale like the the original video links? Yes. How about that? Yeah. So uh yeah, here it goes again. Uh a million ways, get over it, um, and then the other, I forget the other two, but yeah, there's five on the, um, the page, like, that, I, that I'm looking at on, on the email, and like, the, like, the get over it one is much higher quality, because get over it was, like, sh- shot by the studio, like, it wasn't shot by, you know, like, yeah. Uh, the the Here Goes Again video they did like a literally in uh I don't know, well whatever, like in an exercise room and it was shot by Damien Kulash's sister. Um but uh the uh the the early early ones from the first record were shot like by the studio, by the by the uh record by the record label. So they're much higher quality just because of that. Um, but anyway, Motion City, I would very much love <laughs> to, to, for them to put out remastered versions of those music, even 480p, man. Like, it's funny because actually, uh, I, I myself, uh, a couple weeks ago was the 20th, no, 15th anniversary, 15th anniversary of, uh, Motion City being on Conan O'Brien, which, <laughs> uh, you said was one of the first times you ever heard them. Um, yep. And, uh, so I went to like, uh, Tony tweeted it and, uh, I was like, oh, that's cool. And I looked for the video and I saw it on YouTube and it was like 240p on YouTube. And I was like, well, this is unacceptable. <laughs> um, and so I personally went onto the, uh, like the private torrent tracker that I mostly only am like part of for, uh, the, um, like Star Wars remastered things that people do and, uh, and found that, yep, people are uploading old Conans on here and re-uploaded it in 360p because that's the <laughs> highest quality I can find it on the internet. Uh, but it is much higher than, than whatever the 240 was. And it's funny because like, literally like it is like i uploaded it i just up because it was 352p actually and i uploaded it and youtube did not understand 352p and so it downscaled 352 to 240 and i'm like no uh uh <laughs> so i then i took it into premiere and slightly increased the size by 8 pixels you know one way and 10 pixels the other way or whatever or yeah uh 16 pixels the other way or whatever and uh and then suddenly, uh, like, YouTube's like, yep, cool. This is 360p. It's like, yep, cool. Thanks, YouTube. That's fine. <laughs> so so if you, uh, if you look up Motion City Soundtrack Conan, uh, one of the, t- the, the top two results are the one that's been there for 14 years and the one that's been there for two weeks. And the one that's been there for two weeks is from us. And it is uh, much higher quality than the one that's been there for 14 years. <laughs> Uh, anyway, True Romance. The music video for True <laughs> Romance. Let's talk about that. Uh, I like this music video. It's this a great is, music video. This is one of my favorite Motion City music videos. Uh, de- I think definitely my favorite of the ones we have talked about. I think it might be might be my favorite period. It certainly... I don't know that it was the first I saw, although it might have been. Um, I think I think the first I saw would have been 
um, her words. And I like her words. Her words is a good video. Hold Me Down is a really good video. I'm not sure if it was if it was True Romance or Future Freaks Me Out. It was one of those two were the first I, first I saw because I remember True Romance being one of the songs in the Pandora station that I had by them. Then I'm like, oh, it's that band that did Perfect Teeth and LG Fwad. I also like those songs and I like this song. So look at the music video or I don't, you know, I don't know how exactly how, but then I look at the music and I'm like, oh, this is really cool. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, I do very much like the true romance music video. F- fully agree with that. And actually there are 12 videos. So we actually might really hit that 10 number uh, kind of perfectly. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I, I, I would say it is definitely among my favorites. Uh, I like, I would say my top three are probably True Romance, Her Words, and This Is For Real. Um, yep, This Is For Real is probably maybe my second favorite. I don't know. I like... Yeah. yeah. I, I, I like them all, but I, I, I like this one the most. Uh, so uh, what is it about this one that you like the most? Just the, you know, just the, just the backward recording. Um, yeah. You know, this is kind of in the vein of of, of uh, ventriloquism as we were just talking about it. But this video, one of the things that I've thought about a lot, mostly when I'm watching it, is like the practice of like how Justin opted to whether he was singing the words backward, which is probably what he was doing, um, or if he was. This made me think about like what the optimal way to do a video like this were. So it would be mapping so so as you are recorded when it's played in reverse it or when it's <laughs> talking backward I, so that when it's yes. played the, the reverse it shows that it looks like you're talking forward um and yes that, and it made me realize that it should be like syllable based like the sound you're making and t- flipping that backward and then if you divide a word into syllables that's probably like a, a bet like like if if you're pronouncing i n it's just n and that's right like like um ivanet niage yeah like like uh, symmetrical syllable sounds like if if you right. say no, no, Rome, yeah. right though no, so so and and i i i wonder if it was like i'm sure there is some level of him of just like sort of playing the song backwards and trying to to learn it because I I cause the Ivan et Niage is is always my my go to for that because that's that's a Simpsons reference um in in that one episode where where Bart joins a boy band yeah uh, or whatever the yeah the the boy yep. band episode and uh, and Ivan et Niage is joined the Navy backwards mm-hmm. uh, and uh, <laughs> one thing I've always loved about that episode is is that like literally lisa plays it backwards it goes from ivan at niage to join the navy and that's obviously not how it would work <laughs> um you like i cause I, I think i remember like i was just old enough when i first saw that episode to know that i could record something into my computer and reverse the playback and hear how it sounds and like join the navy backwards is more like ivan at niage like <laughs> Yep, <laughs> and and or if you play Ivan at Niage backwards, join the Navi. So now, if you go, if if you're listening and you clip those out and flip them backwards, you're gonna hear the perfect Ivan at Niage. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, you know, it's 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 that, and then and then like I think that probably must have been around the time that I learned about backmasking, which is uh, a a semi common thing done. Um, I believe in the Weird Al song uh, "Nature Trail to Hell" uh, off of the record in 3D, which I also own on vinyl. Um, <laughs> is uh, uh, Satan eats cheese whiz uh, just as like a joke on backmasking? Yeah. Uh, but obviously, there's also like the, the false backmasking, right? Where like if you like play some Beatles song backwards, it kind of sounds maybe like well, they're some, saying Paul no, is the, dead. The, the Beatles did do uh, they did some on purpose? Yeah. Yeah, but I think I think they probably did it on purpose to to screw with people who thought they were doing it on Abbey Road with Paul is dead. Well, the the famous one is is uh, Strawberry Fields Forever, where that's not backmasking, but that's the where people interpret John Lennon saying cranberry sauce as I buried Paul. 
Yeah, right there. Yeah, that that one. Yes. Uh, uh, Jake has learned a lot about Beatles history in the last three weeks. Yes, I have. <laughs> we did a Beatles episode and suddenly Jake became a huge Beatles fan. <laughs> I, it's, not, it's just like it's I want to say more about it. I'm actually slowed listening to them. I'm pretty much back just to listen to Motion City. Um, yeah. It's, it was good. It's new. When I find, you know, when I find a, a band that I've not listened a lot to before, and it's like, oh, this is good. Oh, this is good. Oh, this is good. And a lot of times with a band eventually I'll come to an I'm like, eh, stop listening. And then with the Beatles, it's like, nope. I I can't remember what the backward stairway to heaven is supposed to be. Uh, I remember the line is, if if there's a bustle in your head, your road, don't be alarmed now. It's just a spring clean for the May Queen. Yep. And that's like, that's kind of a weird. Oh, yeah. Uh, here's to my sweet Satan, the one whose little path would make me sad, whose yes. power is Satan. He'll give you, he'll give you 666. There was a little tool in a, a little tool shed where he made us suffer, sad Satan. Just like, yeah, that's, you're really, you're really listening for that. But also, I get it. If there's a bustle in your hedgerow, don't be alarmed now. It's just spring clean for the May Queen. Uh, something, 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 there's still time to change the road you're on, is like, that's kind of a weird sentence. <laughs> like, it's just, it's kind of a weird thought. So I can understand why someone's like, mm, this is nonsense, let's play it backwards. Um, but anyway, uh, so Motion City specifically for the for the video said, uh, growing up in the 90s with guys like Spike Jones always doing these one-take videos, it's always been fun to watch. If you do it well, no one notices how much work goes into it. Apparently it took 15 takes to perfect, which is actually pretty low. Yeah, fifteen takes is pretty sweet, because uh, it is. It's it's because it, you're because not only is it backwards, it's also a a one take like one single long take, which is uh really cool. Like it's 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 both things in one, right? Like backwards is cool, uh, long take is cool, but a backwards long take <laughs> is uh it's is a, wild. It is a great music video. It's a good music video because because uh, Lifeless Ordinary also is one take and it's one take slow mo so it's, yeah. it's kind of a similar concept, um, which again same thing you know like I kind of want to see that video I guess it wouldn't be too hard to just you know shorten that video to the right length but like you know it's kind of the same thing of you need to do it very quickly and uh, and then that's how you you know uh, speaking of OK Go OK Go has uh, the one moment which is like shot in five seconds or whatever yep. and then slowed down like a whole like in 300 frame a second slow-mo cameras or thousand frame a second slow-mo cameras to be a full music video um obviously okay go is is kind yeah, of the king of no no i'm not saying no no i just i, I really uh, enjoy that that music video it's like also like yeah but like that's their they're the no, pros they're, 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 they're the king of interesting <laughs> cool music videos like that's that is what they do <laughs> like they're more a music video band than they are a music band as much as i love their music like i am a fan of their music but their music videos are really fucking cool <laughs> like that's their thing um but uh It'd be cool if they worked together. Um, uh, but like, you know, and, and like Justin also really like is very interested in, in filmmaking. And and obviously Jesse Kane, Josh's brother, has directed uh, a lot of, of the Motion City music videos, including this one. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, I, I would imagine that that Justin, Josh and and uh, Jesse Kane uh, like sit in a room together a lot and probably don't smoke weed anymore but uh <laughs> come up with uh come up with music video ideas um so uh but yeah this this one i think is, is the most complete there's also the the game that goes along with it which uh you can't access anymore and neither of us did you play it no i, I didn't yeah i never played I didn't it when know it, was... it was a game until like like an actual game in probably the last couple of years yeah i knew apparently it was still up until like 2016 um but uh, unfortunately, it's not anymore. You can like kind of get past the loading screen if you're an Internet Explorer, I think. Um, but uh, in Chrome, it gets you to like 60% and then just hangs. Uh, so we, we we couldn't play the game, but uh, there was a there was a a game attached to it. But yeah, uh, the story of the music video basically it's uh, uh, this worker is is playing a game, whatever, gets sort of chewed out by his boss, and then. In the sort of reverse, he walks to have sex with someone <laughs> um, uh, while Justin sings while walking with him. Yep. Uh, and then uh, as, as they're walking, you see uh, Jesse carrying boxes, Josh playing guitar, 
and then Justin, uh, like, because some, some you're doing for, it reverse. Force grabs the, the bicycle. Yeah, force grabs. Yeah, I was, try, I was trying to think of. I was trying to think of like the the uh, telekinesis. That's the word I was looking for. Uh, grabs grabs a bike and uh, and rides off. And then uh, Matt serves Tony coffee. <laughs> which, <laughs> like, which the guy takes fun, a drink like, of. Yep. Yeah, it's like it's just funny, like what they the like the 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 backwards stuff they decided to do, uh, and then all the cars also like. Did they, I think they blocked off the street, right? Because the cars. They said in the move. One of the things I was reading about this, they're talking about how they were like, how they were having cars move. Yeah, like there's like there's the, the, the a, car- there's a ton of people working on the on the video, and so right, they had yeah. people moving everything. Yeah, upwards of thirty people behind the scenes, running up and down the street, stopping traffic, moving cars, running around. So yeah, like they they hold held traffic so the cars are moving the right direction. Mm-hmm. Um, so and then yeah, and then uh, what I really like is like so that it, that it shifts perspective at the bridge, and the bridge is humming a slightly varied tune, right? Which is like the perfect time to be like, okay, humming a slightly varied tune. Word painting. Yeah, word. Yeah, yes, you're absolutely right. Uh, first of all, word painting because they do then start humming a slightly varied tune. Uh, but then in in the music video, they also like start changing the uh perspective mm-hmm. to be the perspective of the woman. Uh, and it's revealed that the woman is the uh the boss from the beginning who was chewing out the. Uh, the employee guy. Uh, also, she's an adult film star, so if you want to jerk it to her, <laughs> that's uh, <laughs> that's you. <laughs> you can find it. Uh, <laughs> uh, I assume I didn't look it up. I, I literally saw it. And I was like, oh, she's an adult film star. I'm sure I can find her. Uh, not hard to find. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, by the way, I like she initially used the mononym Clea, which is the name of one of her friends as her stage name. Like, can you imagine being that friend of like, <laughs> did you have to use my name? Like, you couldn't have been Sandra. <laughs> you, had to, you had to pick Cleo. Um, her first scene was a foursome with Mr. Pete and Alec Knight in which she engaged in anal sex. I don't want to go too much into detail on that, but I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm fine with that. This is a family show. Is this a um, family podcast of the song about? <laughs> yes, Cle- Cle- Cleo Valentine. Cle- I, I remember. Yeah. I remember seeing and yes, being like, uh, you know, me on the other side of the last decade, being like, oh, she's hot. Oh, she is a adult film actress. I think at yeah. the time there might not. Have, I don't know if there's a Wikipedia article at the time. I think it was one of the, again, you know, one of those song sites. Someone's like, this is she. That's your name. So. <laughs> and then you jerked it to her cool no. um <laughs> i will neither confirm nor deny um anyway uh yeah i don't know there, there, there's nothing really to like, it's hard to talk about this video it's like as far as the the plot of the video it's pretty basic it's it is one of those videos that just like you just kind of got to watch because it does yeah. do everything it wants to do in the right way. Uh, so check out it's it's and it's on YouTube and this one we can finally recommend because it's in HD <laughs> and not 144p, which I think uh, literally uh, is is how you'd have to watch attractive today. <laughs> I like uh, yeah, I, yeah, I like the video. I'm not sure. Sorry, Day is 480. My favorite accident, though, I think is is it says 240, but I think it's even worse. I did have a uh, couple couple more things about the about the video. Or do you want to put those at the oh, end? Oh yeah, go ahead. Um, yeah. Got, got I I asked Josh a little bit about this. Um, oh right. Yeah, yeah. It, it's not it's not like there's nothing nothing to shed light on. I I'd figured out on my own a few months ago that this was filmed in Philadelphia, and. There's there's some street signs, um, and uh, last night, yeah, Josh mentioned it was in Philadelphia. They had a production company there. The production company was who, like, I guess he didn't he didn't remember if it was a timing thing or if it was the production company based in Philadelphia that they found that they wanted to do the music video with. But just just one of those, you know, everything everything fell into place for them to fil- film it in Philadelphia, and. So the production crew is who got the 
got the got this guy who's the who's the actor in it and i would assume also got the got cleo valentine um and other than that the only the only particular thing uh josh mentioned that i thought was funny is that there were there were fans like who knew that this was being filmed and so they were they were there and watching and josh was talking about how they were you had these like teenage girls watching as Cleo Valentine like comes out of the house or walks into the house from the car and how top topless and bottomless. Yes. Um, but beyond that, you know, that was, his, you know, his brother filmed it um, or his brother was the director on it, which we knew already. And yeah, that's, that is it about the, about the details I got from him. uh cool uh so yeah so in a rolling stone interview justin described the song as a love song about two people who seemingly don't have much in common except the their love for the time they share in the bedroom in my experience opposites do attract and if you can get over the superficialities you often find you have more in common than you initially thought perhaps you even find love uh so that's that's basically what the the genius things go um Obviously, uh, there's a lot of lyrics about how I'm a screw up, hypermanic, pathetic, overly apologetic. Uh, the very next song, I'm a son of a gun. You know, uh, mm-hmm. there's, there's a whole lot of of uh, uh, self effacing, self deprecating in Motion City songs. So uh, same here. Uh, he, uh, this says uh, the genius annotation. He's a failure, a piece of crap, and has no idea why a girl <laughs> like her or any other girl for that matter can love him. Uh, and then same thing. She said, don't speak, don't think, just take it off. I said, don't speak, don't think, just mess me up. Uh, which is same thing. Sort of Justin said, it's kind of all about the sex. It's a very physical, uh, physical intimacy, not emotional intimacy. Don't speak, don't think, uh, don't speak, don't think, just let us fuck. (laughs) Um, (laughs) uh, and then, uh, yeah, same sort of same thing. I'm pathetic, overly apologetic. I'm a tightrope tragedy. Uh, could be referencing to how everything's a balancing act with him. Everything could f- go falling over more likely than not, especially since he's so unstable. Uh, there's actually, it's it's interesting. There's not, I wonder how much, um, how, how on purpose it is that there's not a lot of mention of the girl, right? So it's all about, you know, I'm a screw up of portions of walking hand grenade, hypermanic, a dumpster, dramatic, a conduit for pain. I'm pathetic, overly apologetic. I'm a tightrope tragedy. And then you're chicken little. I'm a monkey in the middle. There's something wrong with me. And that's it. The only thing he says about her is you're chicken little. Uh, other than that, it's all I'm this, I'm this, I'm this. And I wonder if it's, you know, because there's no emotional intimacy, there's no emotional connection, they don't really know a lot about each other. Like, I know I'm this, I'm this, I'm this, I'm this. I'll see your chicken little, and I'm this, I'm this, I'm this, I'm this. Um, I Like, I wonder if that's on purpose and that's specifically about that or not. I don't know. Sick breath. This one also has uh, the same problem you had uh, last week where it just says hook. Instead of just repeating the hook, I will correct that. Zach Braff, <laughs> Zach Braff did the lead voice in the film Chicken Little. Yes, he did. I know that. Yep, Chicken Little, 2005 Disney film. Uh, the lead song from that was Bare Naked Ladies, One Little Slip. It's a fusion of confusion and a few confounding things. I remember, I liked that movie when I was a kid. I don't. Nobody remembers that movie. I also remember, like, that was... I was already a Scrubs fan because it was, like, I was 12. So, like, just just young enough to still like kids' movies but just old enough to understand sitcoms. So I was, like, right at the right age to like the 2005 film Chicken Little and also already like Scrubs. Anyway, that's that. Oh, it's on Netflix. Hey, that's cool. It's like Brad, sure Steve Plus. Zahn, Amy Sedaris. Yeah, it's got a good cast. Yeah. Wallace Shawn. Fred Willard. Patrick Stewart. Yeah. Adam West. Patrick Stewart does a lot of voice work. Patrick that Warburn. Just, yeah, he does. That dude just likes money. <laughs> uh, song meaning similarly, true romance, a song about love, two people who don't have much in common. 
Actually, he just copied, yeah, just copied the, same, the, the same the same Justin thing, yeah. Uh, but same thing, a simple, beautiful love song. You better believe it's true. That, what does it mean about Chicken Little? Your chicken Little and Monkey chicken in the Middle. Monkey in the Middle is just... I had to look that up. It's just Keep Away. It's just another name for Keep Away. You didn't know that? Nope. Did, did, they not, did you not... So di- it must be a dialect thing, like some places call it. That's yeah, no, that that's fine. But you didn't grow up that far from where I grew up. That's what I'm confused by. <laughs> I mean, like it's a bigger it's a bigger city, you know. Maybe it's just because it's a little bit more um, of of uh, you know cultural melding in St. Louis than yeah. there is in Springfield. But like. We didn't grow up that far from each other that it's weird to... Like, you know, if you were from, like, New York and didn't know Monkey in the Middle, I'd be like, okay, like, we grew up pretty far from each other. But, like, you grew up, like, a two-hour drive from where I grew up. It's not... Or, like, a four-hour drive or whatever. Like, um, so that's that's why I was surprised. Um, Yeah, I, I do wonder what, what he means sort of by Chicken Little. I don't know. The sky is falling... I like it, it. Somebody who thinks the sky is always falling is somebody who's always. Yeah, but like, like that, that seems to be like like a like a like a you know overly concerned. But you don't see that. She said, "Don't speak, don't think, just take it off." So like, this is someone not right. not concerned. You 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 wouldn't expect the person to be described as Chicken Little to be saying things like, eh, "It doesn't matter." I would. I honestly, I agree because I would think it's more the other way around. I'm Chicken Little. You're the monkey in the middle. Like I could totally sort of get that. That makes um a lot more sense to me. Yeah, that you you're right. I agree. Like right, like because because the character Justin describing himself as and has always described himself as, um, is more of a the sky is falling type attitude. Like. I hate the oceans, theme parks, and airplanes. Talking with strangers, waiting in line mm-hmm. is very Chicken Little type thing. Um, scared of everything, you know. So that it, it is, it is a little odd. Your Chicken Little and the monkey in the middle. I, I, I am a little confused by that as well. I also, I mean, like it is. I, it might have initially been I'm Chicken Middle and the monkey in the middle, like because I would totally buy that too. I think I, I, I'm like even slightly harping on, like bumping on, like maybe he, they should not even be a your in there at all. Because every other description is of himself. The only description of you slash her um, is Chicken Little. I think I think I would have preferred it to be I'm Chicken Little. I'm the monkey in the middle. There's something wrong with me. Uh, but maybe there was some reason to change it, and we don't know. And we may never know. We should start <laughs> like making a list of these things. Just so that, like, when we eventually finally have Justin on the show, we can be like, okay, so your chicken little and the monkey in the middle. What the fuck does that mean? <laughs> I will. I am putting it on the spreadsheet. <laughs> Questions for Justin. There's so many that I kind of want to like go back and be like, there was definitely other ones though that we were like, what is this? I wonder. Like, we may never know. True romance. Um, you were chicken little. I'm a, a monkey in the middle. I'm, I'm still surprised what? that you didn't know monkey in the middle. That's so weird to me. Yeah, I, I mean, <laughs> it's it's possible I heard it when I was a kid, but I don't, I just, you know, I remember Keep Away, I don't remember the monkey in the middle. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, I vividly remember it. Like, like, you're two years older than me and from the same state. That's what's weird. Yeah, but you're if from you like, St. Louis if, and I'm from Springfield. I'm, I understand. I understand. I'm just saying, like, if we were from farther apart or farther apart in age, I would be less confused by it. I, I also understand <laughs> that Springfield Springfield is is a di- has a different demographic than, than St. Louis. I get it. It's just like we're both from the Midwest and and specifically we're both from Missouri and specifically we're both ab- around the same age. <laughs> like if you were if Alex didn't know Monkey in the Middle because he's from Detroit and 10 years older than me, I'd be like, oh, OK. <laughs> or not 10 years, but yeah, or <laughs> or um, Al- Al- I don't want to I don't want to make Alex older than he is. Alex is only six years older than me. Mike is 11 years older than me. Mike Labrie and uh, and from New Jersey. Like if he didn't a monkey in the middle, I'd be like, OK, yeah, I guess it's just a regional thing or maybe a, a generational thing. But we're from the same region and generation. <laughs> That's what's weird. Anyway, let's talk about um, the musicality, the instrumentation. I almost said covers, but then I remember this instrumentation we talk about. Um... Yeah, I, I I really like the transition to the bridge. It gets very 
I don't know. It, it, it's 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 maybe the one of the biggest bridge transitions. I feel uh, it gets a lot. It gets to feel like ethereal. I'd say, in, in a way, um, most of the song yeah, is is yeah. a little pop punky emoer, and then the bridge gets very indie, kind of like the rest of the record. Um, it's good. I like the bridge. But it's uh yeah it's interesting how 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 sort of big of a change it is compared to the uh, the rest of the song. I remember in the in the video where they're talking about the song, uh, they're mentioning how how Josh came up with the the instrumentation or the the the, the guitar riff, and yeah. they built the song around that. Um, well, and, and yeah, and, and so I, I, I was gonna bring that up too. Is that like because because it was apparently one that was like sort of difficult to come up with that they just like sort of kept going back and forth mm-hmm. and finally figured it out right before Tony had to fly away. Yep. <laughs> like uh, Tony, I assume was already living in Los Angeles, and this record was recorded in in Minnesota, um, uh, in Minneapolis. So like, it's one of those things of like, yep. Uh, so like two hours before his flight he just sort of tracked his drums and backing vocals I don't know if he did backing vocals on this one <laughs> but uh, just sort of tracked his drums and uh, and dipped and I think it you know in some ways uh, especially if you go, you watch we're not going to play the, the drum along because there's nothing really that you can sort of hear in it mm-hmm. but if you watch it uh, or if you I mean you can probably hear it if you're a, a, a drummer but if you if you go back and you watch it you can you can kind of tell that it's not you know it's not bad in any way it's just it's sort of very clearly a uh, like it, there's there's not like a whole hell of a lot going on but like not in a bad way like kind of in the perfect way um like it's 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 one of those things where sometimes if you don't think too hard you're able to come up with the better stuff because you're not just like you're not in your head about oh this should be fixed and that should be fixed and uh it feels like that's something that happened here where where you know Tony was able to to track the drums on it and without just sort of over tinkering was able to come up with with uh, a perfect drum drum part for this. It is, uh, yeah. As I was watching his drumming on, uh, what I was thinking about purely was just the mention of like he tracked this really fast. So I don't, you know, I don't know how long it would typically take for him to to compose the drums for a song. And if you know the, the way they talk about it, makes it sound like typically doesn't doesn't have a a two hour time frame. Um, I know I, I, it kind of got me thinking about how times when we mentioned oh the drumming isn't so present in the song but that's okay because there's a focus on the other instruments and if that's just like weak justification for you know well the drums aren't we wish the drums were better in the song but they're not um, something like that yeah <laughs> I don't know I have anything to add on that um i don't know i mean overall it's it's well well inst- instrumentated <laughs> is that a word <laughs> i like the yeah. yeah i like the synth I, li- I like that guitar riff although although like the there's part of it that's that the synth plays over and it's hard to hear you can hear it at the end of the video where they're talking about it yeah so at the end of the video where they talk about it that guitar part is not covered by singing and so you can actually like fully hear it yeah you can definitely sort of hear that synth peeking through there um i don't know it's kind of hard to describe it exactly but yeah that did remind me of uh of another thing i I noticed with the song and i've been wanting to make a list of this um it's one of the songs where justin's singing from the start which you know i don't know how many songs he does that he does it on on son of a gun which is the next song um and this is also one of the songs where it ends on him singing um so like he has the first word and the last word so to speak um and true and uh, son of a gun like it, it it starts with you mm-hmm. like the first thing and then it ends with I do mm-hmm. cut yeah for sure and and then yeah son of a gun have you had enough yeah it starts right there but then at the end of son of a gun it's instrumentation um yeah I don't think a lot, you know a lot of the songs don't have it that way and uh I think 
don't call it a comeback my end on a word i believe don't call it a comeback ends on instrumentation i think it ends on like that drum part no it, it uh don't call it a comeback does end on uh because we don't care at all and then it cuts out Okay. The, oh yeah, it's 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 it, there's a drum fill right at the end of it though, isn't there? I mean, like it's it's. I agree with you. I would I would call that ending on the vocal. I don't the, even. I don't hear a drum fill. It's, it, there's drumming, but he's singing with the drums, so just yeah. It it, it it's kind of like the same that ends with with uh, true romance, which is I do, and there's the drums. I think it. you're right. No, I think you're right. There's like there's like one drum hit after it, but I think you're right. The drums are with the all, so yeah, I would I would agree. Do we have any other thoughts on the instrumentation? Um, you know. I guess maybe more broadly, and that that sort of light guitar is something that that peaks through the through the album, or at least especially with, with the Son of a Gun. Um, I guess this just applies to Go. Is is that that guitar has a uh, lighter is probably not the right word, but maybe it's the presence of the acoustic guitar. Uh yeah, you know, I think I think I think there is a decent amount of acoustic guitar on Go especially compared to other albums. Um, be, I mean, I guess because Go is a little bit more indie rocky than uh, than the previous records, which are more pop punk, emo, um, power pop. Mm-hmm. There's obviously some acoustic guitar on each of those records. LG Fouad, I think, has a decent amount of acoustic guitar, for example. I, I believe. Maybe I'm just thinking that because I played a lot on acoustic guitar. <laughs> um, but uh, there's definitely acoustic guitar on on Commits to Memory. Um, but there's definitely a lot more acoustic guitar on Go, uh, which I, I, I would probably attribute it to sort of that that is the sound that of the album is 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 more in indie rock, which which is more acoustic guitar-y. Um speaking of acoustic guitar. We got some covers, uh, some acoustic guitar covers. Uh, we're going to start with uh, not yet friend of the show, but we're, we're hoping <laughs> to get him on. Have we ever, have we emailed this guy yet? I'm not. <laughs> um, Corey, Corey 1991. I forgot what his real name was. Do you remember what his what real name was? Is it not Corey? Isn't that... <laughs> no, his last name. His last name. Uh, I don't remember. Uh, fuck. What's the band? Joel uh, and the Good Boys. Yep. Corey Russell. Corey Russell. Corey Russell of Joel and the Good Boys. You can find him, Corey1991, on YouTube. Here is a bit of his cover of True Romance. some classic Corey. I've good vocals, uh, w- good guitar playing recorded, uh, in while sitting on a bathroom toilet. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey uh, I've, I found something interesting as I was looking up, you know, trying to find his name again. So Joel and the good boys just, just released, just released a, a, uh, a short what, EP five track, five EP. track, on yep. uh, on Bandcamp on the 29th of August, and it's their last. This is it. This is the final album from the Good Boys. It was a bittersweet moment, but then again, all goodbyes are like that. Yeah, uh, it, it, it says permanent hiatus, so that's a you know the kind of thing that you say when you are leaving it open. I don't. I'm sure they're still friendly and whatnot, and who knows if there'll be a reunion. But yes, this appears to be the the last release from Joel and the Good Boys, at least for a while. It also is available on Spotify, so presumably is available uh, on other platforms as well, but definitely on Spotify. Uh, yeah, and I, I know Corey has his own thing sometimes, too. Yes. So, uh, you know, I hope hopefully he continues making music, because we are a fan of uh, of Corey Russell. 
and uh, and we have been a fan of of some of the Joel and the Good Boy stuff as well. And check out their new EP available on Spotify and such. Uh, he's yeah, he said final album on his personal Facebook page, but the Joel and the Good Boys Facebook page says in depth. Well, it, says, it says permanent hiatus, which generally means canceled, but also means you know who knows. Um. This next one is from Kyle on YouTube. That's all it's called. It says Kyle. Uh, but you can find this one. If you look up like Motion City soundtrack covers, you might be able to find uh, a um, playlist, like an official Motion City playlist of covers they like. And uh, he's still making YouTube content. He had the last videos from two months ago and it's him playing. Uh, I think this is Overwatch. I'm gonna guess Overwatch. It actually might not even be him playing Overwatch. It's just somebody playing Overwatch. Uh, which is weird. But anyway, <laughs> he also, I mean, he did a cover like 11 months ago too. So he's, uh, he's around. Uh, this is his cover of True Romance. I liked this. I think his uh, singing was better than his guitar playing. This is also eight years ago, so I'm sure he's better now. Um, but uh, he's got a great voice. Yeah, he does. Yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah, he's, he's hitting a lot of those notes that uh, that are, are tough for, for a lot of people to hit. Tough for, tough for me to hit, for sure. So uh, yeah, it's good. He's got, he's got some like Coheed and Cambria stuff, some Bruno Mars stuff on his YouTube. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and it was I like that it was he was also kind of doing what he wanted with it. Um not you know, still following it, but but here and there just just adding a, a little bit of his own twist. Yeah. On it. I don't know if he's in a ba- I think he's in a band called Eclectic Haze. Eclectic uh I don't know if they're I don't know if they're a current ha- band, if they're still making music or not, but uh he was definitely in a band called Eclectic Haze. There are some clips from a... Yeah, it looks like they... Yeah, they uh, did a show in July. I don't know if he's still in the band or if he was ever in the band. It's kind of hard to tell. But uh, potentially he is or was in this band at some point in time. Uh, cool. Uh, this next one is from... Emily Strong on YouTube just says Emily. So apparently there was a, there's a true romance uh, giveaway contest of some sort. Um, so there's a, there's a, a bunch of covers on YouTube. So we, we just grabbed a couple of our favorites, uh, or really I just grabbed a couple of my favorites. <laughs> um, and uh, this one is from Emily Strong and friends. One, two, ready, go. You better believe it's true. She is also an actress. She's got some like character work and stuff on YouTube. Uh, nothing in like a year, so I don't know if she's maybe got a job. Who knows? Uh, but uh, she's got a good voice. I think this this song is interesting from a sort of a, a female voice as opposed to the male voice. I think there's this kind of a um, I don't know an interesting. It gives you sort of an interesting, different perspective, kind of. Agreed. Uh, 
she was in uh, some some shorts in a documentary short oh no she does a sound department on a documentary short yeah looks like she's uh she's getting some work if it's the same emily strong i hope it is good for her if it's her and if it's not her then good for this other person who has the same name <laughs> uh no it looks like it is uh emilystrong.com no, emilymstrong.com documentary filmmaker looks like she's she's moved to no i don't think it is her you know what yeah doesn't matter. I, I found a twitter account and uh that's not the same yeah it doesn't matter if either either it's her or it's not her it's probably not her but good for this other person who is not the other person who is Emily Strong, the other person. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> this next one <laughs> is uh, is from Tied to Bambina on YouTube. Uh, this is, I don't know what these guys are. It's Pitar and Mike. Peter spelled with an A-R at the end. That's what I said, Pitar. Uh, they haven't posted anything in seven years. But there's a bunch of covers, including Fallout Boy, Maroon 5. Here is their cover of True Romance. Don't speak, don't think, just take it off. I'm pathetic, overly apologetic. I'm a tightrope tragedy. A chicken little, I'm the monkey in the middle There is something wrong with me She said, don't speak, don't think Just take it off I really like the inclusion of piano in this one Yeah uh, I would have liked him to do something a little different for each sort of go through like it's just the same piano uh melody each time but uh, I like the inclusion of the piano The song yeah, if it fits, that's one thing. One of those, one of those things where the song feels like it. The the original song almost feels like there's piano in it. We're not not yeah. like it in it, but it would do very well with piano in it. Yeah, I agree. Um, but you know, either way, it's good. Uh, all right. Uh, the last cover we have is from. Charles Ligan, L-I-G-G-A-N, on YouTube. Uh, he's only posted two videos on YouTube, and this is the last one. Uh, but uh, this is his cover of True Romance. Uh, I was very, I was surprised by this one because the video is garbage. But uh, I'll I'll play a little bit of it here. different it was like he did a lot of different things with it uh very much made it his own there's there's some like vocal things here and there uh i think maybe maybe a little bit of auto-tune actually would have helped like sometimes auto-tune sounds fake but with the vocals on this i think auto-tune actually would have been a positive on this uh but otherwise i really like the um the concept like conceptually it, it's really good to me I'm just gonna agree with you. You know, anytime, anytime we have uh, have people doing a significant departure, I feel like it's been something we've enjoyed. Yeah. Uh, also, for what it's worth, I found Emily Strong. Uh, her website is emilystrongmusic.com, uh, and she released a new song just a few days ago on SoundCloud. And she's also Emily Strong Music on Instagram. Uh, so she is still she's still doing that grind. She's still working on it. So 
check uh check her out if you would like to um this next well yeah that is it for uh cover covers uh the next one we have is the 8-bit version that is from the uh official like the, the the video game somebody somebody pulled it from the video game this is this Emmett Undertale guy who I think has uploaded other Motion City stuff uh to my recollection um I believe I oh yeah actually <laughs> he uploaded um <laughs> my <laughs> the the <laughs> So I had uploaded the uh, audio for the um, seven-inch vinyl for the Motion City Discord or Motion City soundtrack subreddit, and he uploaded those to YouTube. So if you pull those up and you find Emmett Undertales, uh, you will see me in the comments <laughs> and also me mentioned in the uh, the description. <laughs> like I don't need a credit or anything, but thanks for the credit, Emmett Undertale. Uh, I didn't do anything. All I did was rip them because I have a record player and a mixer. Uh, anyway, this is the 8-bit for True Romance. best 8-bit we've ever had yeah that's that was that was great <laughs> uh i mean it, it helps that it's official you know <laughs> like that the band i'm sure had some input on it uh but it's so good <laughs> real musicians making uh yeah 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 i i want yeah i wonder if it was like them doing it or or they're a friend of theirs or what but whatever it was it's great um the next one we have, uh, uh, again, uh, a, a alternative version. So you can find, it's a little bit harder to find. You can find this on YouTube, again, up uploaded by, uh, I guess, friend of the show, Emmett Undertale. Because, uh, <laughs> you know, he he mentions me in a thing, so we'll, we'll give him a, a plug back. Um, but uh, it is, uh, you can find the video of the recording process of this uh, on YouTube from, from Converse. Uh, so basically, so, uh, Matt said, we showed up with iPads and not much else, including a plan of action. We started playing the song with two iPads using Moogs and a Moog app, uh, drums and vocals. And these are the foundations of the track. We then overdubbed a touch of guitar and some synth strings in the bridge, ended up with a simple and spontaneous version of the song. Uh, so yeah, uh, it was a free download on journeys.com. It's not anymore. Uh, but you can find it. It's on YouTube and it's on the Motion City Soundtrack subreddit. Um, so this is a little bit of that. I'm a screw up of epic proportions, a walking hand grenade. manic, a dime so dramatic, a conduit for pain. She said, don't speak, don't think, just take it off. Mess me up, mess me up You better believe it's true, you know I do You better believe it's true, you know I do I really love how it's sort of driven by the drums and the synth, like which are a little bit less of the driving force on the initial version. It seems like, you know, they like Matt said, they went with, went in without a plan and they had what they had, which were drums and iPads. Um, but they were sort of able to kind of reverse what the song was. The song is very guitar driven, the, the original, and they were able to take that and sort of be like, okay, well, let's just like 
bang the drums, just do like fully, you know, it's, it's very sort of snare, snare heavy. Um, and then, and then the iPad synth and, uh, and, you know, restructure the song around those. And, uh, I think it really, really works. Yeah, it does. Even the, even the singing feels a bit like it's reversed. I mean, that's yeah, not right, but that, yeah. so so different as to be like like it's been flipped. Yeah, I love I love the synth on it. Um, I love the synth on it. I love the synth on it so much. The drums are kind of an afterthought to me. Um, but I really like I really like this version. It's so it is such a departure from yeah. It's 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 one thing I love about Motion City doing alternate versions is that it's it's almost never what you expect them to do. Like you 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 like they are they're always trying to do something different and interesting, uh, because like you know I, I think maybe maybe they have a similar mindset of of the kind of thing that we do where like, um, they don't like what's the point of doing an alternate version if it just sounds like the original, right? Like if I'm coming into an alternate version, let's have fun with it. Let's do something weird. Let's do something yeah, let's fun. Let's get weird with it. Yeah. And that's, that yeah, is exactly, exactly. what and they it's, did. It's, it's, it's dope. It's, it's really, really good. And, uh, I need to, you know, upload it to my Google play music so I can hear it more often. <laughs> uh, this last one is from the Aku studio. Um, it is a, just an acoustic in, in, uh, studio session uh full band acoustic version so here's that about this is since everybody is acoustic except the synth is still a synth it really comes through you can really really hear the synth part in there and uh it's great i love synth (laughs) since since they're dope go synth go synth yeah Uh, i I like the song (laughs) i like the different (laughs) versions of the song it's 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 nice it's a good song. It's a good song. Uh, all right. Uh, do we have any other final thoughts on this song? <laughs> nah, none thoughts. <laughs> do you, do you, it's it's your catchphrase now. Do you feel bad about it? Do you feel like do you feel silly saying it now? None bad. <laughs> uh, cool. Uh, then that is gonna do it for this episode of Motion City Podcast. Thank you for listening. Uh, if you want to follow us on Twitter, we are at Motion City Pod. I'm at Kuhan. Jake is at The Boredom Line. Uh, if you want to follow the band, they're at Motion City Music. Justin's at JCPMCS. Tony's at Tony Thaxton. Josh is at Joshua Kane. But most of his tweets are just telling you to head over to twitch.tv slash It's Chudy to watch him streaming mostly COD, right? Yeah, although he's been doing... He's been playing Fall Guys, which everybody's been playing right now, and he's been yeah. about to play this Marvel game. Uh, but no, what, what he's been doing lately, then it's been it's been very nice. Is he's been doing community nights, so they'll yes, all play is, Jackbox yeah, on like Fridays, or, right? Or I don't know. All days are the same for me right now. Um, <laughs> so the, the last one was on September first. So whatever day of the week September first was, was Tuesday. <laughs> I was going to say I thought it's Tuesdays. He did mention that he's about to change up a little. Oh, you bit. know what it is actually? It's it's that uh, Mike does his community nights on Fridays where we play Jackbox. It's mostly drawful on Fridays, so <laughs> that's what I must be thinking of. Well, there you go. Um, Fr- friend of the show, Mike Labrie <laughs> at Vegito EX on Twitter. Um, he's he's mentioned uh, his his daughter's got school starting, so he said he's. I think he's gonna be skit although they're doing like you know remote learning so which is what they were doing before anyway it, it sounds like he's gonna be changing the schedule a little bit yeah uh cool uh and then yeah matt and 
Jesse, generally, you'll find on Instagram, Matthew S. Taylor, Jesse Mac, and Claudio on both platforms. Twitter and Instagram is at AT Claudia Rivera. Uh, that'll do it for this episode of Motion City Podcast. We'll see you next week. You better believe it's true. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect.